it's fun to see a little version of me, you know? Because that version of me had no idea what I was going to be today. Young people are change makers. Visionaries. Courageous. Optimistic. Getting things done. Leaders. And activists. We all have a story to share. It's time to pass the mic. Join us, Yuer and Yota, Luke Sheely, and Sam Chan, on hashtag PassTheMicYouth, as young people involved with all aspects of activism share their story. Because our voices matter. You heard Sam Chan in the intro. She's the bomb.com, and she's done so much great work here at Pass the Mic Youth, but she's moved on to new things, and we'll miss her. We do have a new co-host joining the show. Hey guys, so yeah, my name is Mateen Ma'ani. I'm really excited to be part of this team and to hear stories about youth all over campus and even beyond our borders, trying to affect change in our communities. So yeah, let's uh, jump right in it. I'm gonna talk about YouTube really quickly. So YouTube is by far the largest video sharing platform in the world with over 1.5 billion people using the site each month. It provides a space to share pretty much anything, including activism. This week, we spoke with YouTuber Ryan Jacobs Flores, who has been sharing his experience of transitioning from female to male over the last five years. His content focuses on specific aspects of transitioning, helping people who are considering transitioning to get an idea of what it could be like. Sharing his experience also opens up the challenges of transitioning to people who will never experience it, allowing them to better empathize with the trans community. In this episode, you'll hear our interview with Ryan, along with clips from his YouTube videos, to paint a fuller picture of his story. Uh, My name is Ryan Flores. I'm 22 currently, and I have transitioned from female to male uh, over the past five years. Okay, so here we go. Hi, I'm Ryan. This video is going to be about me. You get to know me since this is like my first... um, my first vlog video, I'll be like looking at tags and stuff to do for my future videos because I will be continuing to do these. I know that when I first started my transition, everything was so exciting, everything was so new. And with that, I was entering college as well. So it was just so much new being thrown at me, but I was feeling exhilarated and I was feeling motivated. And that's something that I really wanted to be able to keep. And that's what I wanted to look back on when I knew that things weren't always going to be like that. Sometimes, like when I hear my voice change, it's still a little bit cringy for me, but it also gives me that proud feeling because I know I'm not there anymore. But I do like to look back and it's it's fun to see a little version of me, you know, because that version of me had no idea what I was going to be today. I mean, I had hopes. I had dreams, but I didn't know. It was about two years ago when I finally came to terms with being transgender. I am not, I guess in a sense, one of those lucky ones who knew since from when they were little that something was different, something was off. So yesterday, I had my first psychiatrist appointment. This is something major that's gonna be happening in my life. So this is really exciting for me It kind of feels like this is the beginning of everything. My name is Ryan Flores and I am one month on testosterone. This is my voice, two months on T. And this is my voice, three months on T. 
I really wanted to have those videos as motivation for myself to keep going when I had rough days. And what motivated me further was the response I got because initially it was all for me. That, like, that's why I started uploading. But then I realized how it was helping other people and that's what really got the ball rolling. Ryan began receiving messages on social media and YouTube. People thanked him for his videos and said that he helped them through hard times and that his videos were providing them with an idea of what to expect. Ryan then shifted the goal of his channel. It wasn't just about him anymore. It was about opening up about his process of transitioning and explaining what that was like. I just try to be transparent about it. I mean, I don't really hide any part of it because I feel like if I do hide any part of it, then people are just not going to be able to get over that barrier even further. So if I'm able to be vulnerable, if I'm able to put myself out there because I know that I have a lot of support and I have like the privilege of being able to transition, whereas others don't, I feel like that's why I do it. Today I want to talk to you guys about the importance of pronouns. This is a topic I really wanted to cover because I've been having some personal issues with it lately. Now, when I first came out as trans, I knew that there was going to be some people who had trouble switching to male pronouns. It would be unreasonable for me to not expect them to slip up, especially for those who had known me before transition. So I'm going to give some tips on how to go about to the whole pronoun transition for both sides of the party. And a lot of the videos that I made, I'm made them because I knew that's what I would have wanted when I was younger. When I was first transitioning, there weren't as many videos as there are now documenting the transition. So I didn't exactly know 100% what to expect. You know, there was a whole bunch of emotions that I was going through. And the big, the main thing that I wanted to be able to convey was that it was okay to feel all of those things. And it was okay to have those ups and downs and to have those doubts and and to grow from all of that. There wasn't a right way to do it. Ryan has a huge range of videos. Some are Q&As, some are vlogs, and some explain a specific topic he's dealt with while transitioning, like how he's legally changed his gender. He essentially opens up his life and shows viewers what he's going through. His videos began getting more and more views, reaching people who were going through similar experiences as him. But not everyone appreciated his vulnerability. Not all the responses I've gotten have been exactly loving or <laughs> supportive. There's always gonna be those people who don't like what I'm doing and they don't um, accept the path that I've chosen for myself. But you know, with time, my skin has grown thick. Compared to the amount of people that actually do support me and who have found inspiration from me, it's barely even comparable to the negative stuff that I've gotten. Despite some of the negative feedback, he was able to create a community on YouTube and social media. He forged new relationships and connected his offline life with his online presence. Yeah, so I was able to connect with trans guys all over the world 
And so I actually made this friend, he's a music producer from Brazil. We were able to connect when he came to the US. I mean, that's, that's not a connection I would have ever had if it wasn't for my transition. And apart from that, Instagram has also been a, played a big role in meeting new people and being a support for each other, despite the distance. People come and find me <laughs> and they, they come to me and they ask me questions or they'll offer to help me with something or they just want to collaborate. Yeah, it has definitely been a big role, social media. Hello, what's going on everyone? Happy Pride Month and welcome back to my channel. Just a really quick video letting you guys know that I'm gonna be at LA Pride this year, 2018, 18? <laughs> We're in 2018, Pride 2018. So this is me giving you permission that if you see me, you're more than welcome to come up to me and say hi. You know, we could dance together, maybe share some nachos or a drink. Ryan's channel is going to soon have 100,000 subscribers. To him, this is much more than a number. It represents... 100,000 people at least have opened their ears to me and who have given me their time to just hear me out. And that's... Sometimes you can't even get that from a lot of people. Some people don't want to hear. Some people don't want to even try to understand. But those people, a good majority of those people, they do want to. And that gives me hope for everyone else in my community who's trying to go through this transformation, through this growth. It feels like we're going to have progress. Ryan will continue making videos, using them to support people who are transitioning, people who are already transitioned, and people who may never transition. Throughout it, though, he will always be himself. He hopes it will encourage everyone who watches to do the same. It's hard to bring down your walls, and it's hard to just be able to take in all of the eyes. But once you do, there's this kind of release that you don't have to pretend. You don't have to put up any kind of mask, because you just are. You're just being. And that's something that I want to be able to preserve in myself. I don't want to try to be anything else. Why do you think that's valuable for others to see? It gives them the chance to be able to do it themselves. If they see that someone else is doing it and they're okay, they'll think, well, I can be okay too then. So Luke, you sat down with Ryan. What was it? What stood out to you talking to him? One of the biggest things I think that I noticed when talking with him is how much he feels like having this platform for him is a privilege and being able to use that platform to share his story of transitioning, uh, something that he mentioned a few times, not everybody who wants to has the ability to transition as well. And so he felt like it was his duty really to be able to share this experience for both people who were thinking about maybe transitioning to learn more about like what could they expect in the future and how could they deal with some of the same issues that he's had to go through as well. Um, but then also 
being able to share that story with all sorts of people who may never go through something like that, but who want to learn more about what that experience with. And he's sort of that bridge for them to be able to empathize with people more who uh, are thinking about going through that or, or have. Yeah, I, I really liked how uh, his transition wasn't something that was isolated. He really included everyone, and he didn't do it on his own. And because he included others, it was really more of a transformative experience. I think that's what I got a lot from what he was saying, is how the more he included and the more he opened up spaces for people, uh, the better able he was to cope with the challenges and the, the joys and the successes in it, too. Yeah, and um, that openness is something that I think is very intentional and so it is very obvious to me as well and it's amazing to me because that vulnerability and putting that whole story out on YouTube definitely opens the doors for a lot of negativity that he did mention experiencing I'm sure uh, happened a lot Um, and so there is a lot of bravery in what he did um, opening himself up to not only hearing the stories of people who were inspired by what he did and took a lot away from his story but also people who um, just responded with negativity, negative comments. I'm sure YouTube, um, if you spent any time on YouTube, then you know that the comment section is not always the happiest place. And so there's a lot, a lot of bravery in what he did. When he mentioned that too, though, he really spoke about how the number of people who did support him was so much bigger than the number of people who did not agree with what he was doing. And I think that speaks to the community that he was able to create around his channel and around that idea of being vulnerable and sharing your story with other people. Yeah, I think that community was key for him. I mean, like we were talking about, he even moved beyond YouTube to extend his reach and to extend his friendships and his meaningful bonds with others and really help propel him through this process. And I think when you're someone that has a platform like that and he mentioned this in the interview too but we didn't end up including that uh, you are able to maybe provide opportunities for those people to engage in activism and to unite together for some sort of cause that um, may not even be originally related to why you guys are all together but but being able to work together to achieve something that's greater than any of you could accomplish yourself. And the fact that he's the person who really sort of originated this community and recognizes that, I think, speaks to really his understanding of like what it takes to organize something and something that like maybe isn't even organized around something, you know, physical and in, in real life because all of these people seem to be knowing each other and getting um, to talk to each other all online through his community that he's made. Yeah, and I mean, speaking of the community that he created, his the catalyst for this was just him telling his story. And so the idea of the power that that has of him just sharing his story online was able to not only amass, you know, about 100K, like, followers already, um, he was able to meet up with these people in real life. People would come up to him and talk about how he impacted them personally. And, I mean, if you ever needed proof for the fact that storytelling itself can be activism, I mean, Ryan is just a clear example of how many people you can impact and and inspire just by sharing what's happened in your life, what's happening to you, and what you've experienced. Um, 
And so I think, I mean, I think there's, there's just so much power in what he was able to do with just his story. And I think that storytelling doesn't even have to be like verbal storytelling, like what he did. He was able to tell his story in other ways too, like maybe giving tips on how to make your pronouns known to people who may not like even want to ask before or uh, sharing a personal story that doesn't even require words. Like a few of his videos don't even have words. It's it's just um, like clips of him getting testosterone shots and, and his reaction to it afterwards. Being able to add those visual elements, I think adds a lot to his story. And he mentioned that too, that, that he's a very visual person and this type of storytelling can speak to people in ways that maybe the written word isn't able to. So to wrap up, we just wanted to give a huge shout out to Ryan for being on the show. He told a great story about his transition and he has a YouTube channel that everyone should go check out. It's Ryan Jacobs Flores and check him out on social media as well. He's got a lot of videos and they're all great. To find more stories like these, check out our website, pastthemikeyouth.com and follow us on social media at pastthemikeyouth. Hashtag Pass the Mic Youth is a product of NC State Extension, but does not necessarily reflect its views.